Welcome to Abiding Life Studios. Be sure to check out our unique self-test, available in our app on iOS and Android, and on our website at abidinglife.com. Take the test today and find out how God uniquely made you. Share your results with anyone, along with the capability of purchasing and gifting tests. And remember to check out our YouTube channel at Abiding Life Ministries International to watch Michael Wells' training videos, including basic seminar, expanded seminar, counselor lecture training, podcasts, and more. Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today I have with me Shay Wells. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and Steve Reinhardt. Hi, Shay. Hi, Noah. Hi, hey, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. Well, happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year today. It's, we're in 2023. Yes. Wow. Can't believe we, it. We, we made it. We made it to yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Where's my hoverboard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where the where are those anti-gravity pants you can wear? I know exactly. Come on. Right. Uh, well, so today, you know, I um every Christmas it seems like I get books and um people give me the books that they like and and I write down a list of books so I can have my kids give me something and so I get tons of books and one of the books I got this this Christmas uh had uh some a devotional book and in it, one of the one of the one of the devotions is uh, like how to know if you're a backslider. Uh, th like that's probably important for a lot of us. Is like, are you backslider? Are you ba you know? Are you really walking with God or not? And so one of one of his criteria, and I just thought I'd, I'd want to bounce this off you guys and get your take on it. Mm -hmm. uh, was uh, one of the one of his criteria was. Uh, he said, basically, uh, if you don't like read the Bible every day, if you're not in love with the Bible, uh, it's uh, really impossible to be in love with Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Well, I guess my first thing would be, I wonder where, is it just because he's in love with the Bible, so then... It makes sense for him, so we should all be the same. I wonder if that's kind mm -hmm. of the, you know, it's one of those things where we should all, my relationship with Jesus should look the same as Shay's and should look the same as yours, Steve. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's saying that. I just think he's saying you, he's like a crusader for the truth, you know, like step, mm. you should stand on the truth and step on everybody else that the truth's supreme and we find the truth in the bible so well and i've heard this i mean all growing up i grew up in a baptist church um not really grew up i started going at 13 and then walked away from god at 17 so those four years i was really big into the baptist church and i heard that all the time that you i could not have a relationship with jesus hmm unless I was reading the Bible. And the other part of that was I could not discern good and evil. I couldn't, I wouldn't know whether Satan was speaking to me unless I knew the Bible so that I could combat Satan. So it was like, you hmm. had to know the Bible, be in the word every day, or you could not know Jesus. And I think for me, this is always kind of a 
tricky <laughs> topic because I don't I don't want that pendulum to swing hard left or hard right with like you have to be in the word every single day to know Jesus but then I also don't want to be like meh the bible who cares hate it don't need it mm. right and so I think it's kind of a tricky subject for me and probably a lot of people and for a lot of people because I don't want to necess- I don't want to necessarily discredit the bible and be like meh you don't need it just follow Jesus because there's a reason why we have the Bible, but I also, in my own walk, have come to realize that I've I've read the Bible, I've been in the Word, I've done all of those things, and felt more distant from God in my personal walk. And I also have focused solely on a relationship with Jesus and felt the closest with God and felt like I had a deeper relationship and was completely, as you said, Steve, in love with Jesus without being in the word every day. And I will say something kind of really controversial. Okay. This is, I just have a feeling that it's going to give me a lot of trouble. I've had, um, women come to me and say, Shay, I know I need to be in the Bible. I bought a devotional, I bought the, the Bible, and I'm really trying to get into it, but I feel so depressed, and I feel pushed aside, and I'm still feeling abandoned, I'm feeling all these things, I just, I cannot find God right now, and, you know, I'm in the Word every day, and I, I remember having this conversation with this one woman specifically, and I said, maybe stop and just seek Him. And no one had told her that because they were like, just keep reading the Bible. Just keep, you're going to find God if you just keep going. And she called me a week later and she was like, I think I, I think I'm finding him, you know, and it's this whole concept. I mean, he lives in us and we could go on this whole other tangent, but I feel like if our focus is the Bible and needing to be in the word or we can't find Jesus, the book becomes our focus. Instead of having Jesus be the focus, Mm -hmm. which I know don't, don't hate me. (laughs) Don't come with me. Well, I would guess a lot of people would agree with you and some would probably, I know probably a lot of people would disagree with you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is what the world we live in. Mm -hmm. I do you want me to go ahead and see, say what I'm thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. I mean, of course, I've heard it all my life with, at least at the beginning parts of my life more when I couldn't read the Bible. So, of course, I heard it many a times of, how do you really know Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course, would we know about Jesus unless we had the Bible? That's another question, right? And I would say still, yes, we would, mm-hmm. because I believe God is huge. He doesn't just live in a book. He lives everywhere. Mm -hmm. And he can teach us. I can read a scripture and he can teach me something in that scripture and talk to me. Or I can go take a walk and the wind blows and he can teach me something. Mm -hmm. Or I can be even the idioticness of like, just like looking up uh, cars and researching cars. And all of a sudden God will speak to me Mm -hmm. and teach me something in that. So I think he's, I think he's so big and 
to just limit him to the Bible and say that I can only be close to him if I own a Bible and I read it constantly, to me, just makes him small. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have a small God. Mm -hmm. I want to have a big God. I want to have a God that when I go somewhere and I'm not holding my Bible to me very close for strength and, you know, all the love and everything, I want God to be with me when I don't have any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember even like when Steve and I, we've traveled and um, my dad traveled and he would always talk about, you know, you meet these people that believe in Jesus, mm -hmm. believe in God, believe in Jesus. And they've never even seen a Bible, never even heard of a Bible. So to me, that just that statement alone really shrinks God. Mm -hmm. And to me, God is in everything because I've witnessed it. I and that's the thing. I I talk to God all the time and say, God, do you want me to go back to the Bible? Do you want me to struggle through and try to read it? Because most of the time I read it, I get stuck on a word and it makes no sense to me. Then I'm just done. Mm -hmm. And all the time, all the time, I'm asking him, will you at least, you know, don't let me read anything else, but let me understand that. Mm -hmm. Let me go to your word and read that. Never happens. Mm -hmm. So if God really cared about it that much, at least for me, in my own life, in my own walk with him, I believe that he would actually allow me to be able to read it and understand it. But it's just not the way I learn. Well, one of the things that we've been talking about in our last few podcasts that Tim had mentioned to us is trusting God in everybody's journey. And if God has you on the journey of reading the Bible in the year and studying it and focusing it and diving into theology and doing that, mm -hmm. fantastic. That's amazing that God has that journey for you. Mm -hmm. But that may not be everybody's journey. And just like you said with traveling, I've been to India. I know you have the same experience in Africa where you go to these tiny remote villages and those people are on fire for God. Mm -hmm. They have such... they have completely different lives than we do and they rely on god to provide food to provide these things they're they they have a relationship with god that i could only dream of having and all they have is god and i say all they have but just like you said god is way bigger than we can find him everything. to be and i remember going to india and they were like don't bring a bible don't give a Bible because that Bible then became their idol. Mm -hmm. And you would see a Bible up on this, like the, if you haven't been to India, I just think everyone should go to India at some point. It was incredible, but there would be these, um, like a Hindu Catholic, it's like a, almost like a strip mall, but you would see these Hindu slash Catholic, um, places where people are are bowing down and they're making um offerings and all of these things and you would see a bible and people were bending down and worshiping the book but they weren't reading it mm. they weren't actually taking in god's word they saw that as a symbol of god and be the book became the worship and i think although we may not live in in a third world country but the book can still become the worship. 
instead of the book being a tool of worship mm. in your relationship with God. I think that it can become an idol so quickly, but it's, it's an acceptable idol. And we've talked about this with, with writing our booklets and things of some things become acceptable to other humans of, mm -hmm. man, they're really volunteering in the church. They read their Bible all the time. They do these things, but that can still become an idol and can still become what even separates us from God. Mm -hmm. But it looks acceptable. So yeah, acceptable to man. Mm -hmm. How's that, how's that for a description for you, Steve? <laughs> well, that's good. You guys giving me a lot more info and and more questions. So just let me make sure I got it right. Uh, what you're saying. So sometimes, is that okay? If, yeah. If I just, oh, definitely. Go back and just make sure I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. So sometimes the the book actually can become an acceptable idol. Mm -hmm. uh, to mm -hmm. us as, as Christians. And um, and Noah said that that statement that, you know, that without reading the Bible, uh, I really can't be in love with, if I can't love, if I don't love the Bible, I don't love Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, you said that statement really makes God small. It shrinks him. Mm -hmm. and, and he's so big. Um and uh that we can actually know jesus if we never had a bible mm -hmm. if there were no if there were no bible we could still know jesus and walk with him mm -hmm. um, and shay mentioned that uh, sometimes um the fo our focus becomes on a book mm -hmm. on the bible uh instead of jesus which mm -hmm. probably would be like the exact opposite of maybe the intent of having a Bible. Yeah. Uh, and I liked, I liked your story, um, Jay, where you're the person was reading the Bible, reading the Bible, reading the Bible, trying to sense God, find God. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you just said, well, maybe stop, stop reading the Bible and just seek him. And it seemed like she found him. Um, mm -hmm. And that, and that you've experienced reading the Bible and feeling more distant, uh, and, and instead of, uh, and then in contrast to that, stopping and just focusing on your relationship with the Lord mm. uh, and finding him and, and hearing, growing up, hearing that you, uh, you can't have a relationship with the Lord without reading the Bible and you can't discern good or evil without the Bible. Mm uh seems like all of those things um would put a lot of pressure on us yeah to to actually kind of save ourselves mm -hmm. you know to be able to read good enough to be able to understand to be able to uh figure out uh life mm -hmm. uh and and what the the bible means uh you know the whole bible's awesome and huge mm -hmm. Anyway, so I, I really like what you guys have said, but it's better. So it brings up a couple questions for me. If like, if the books, um, if we don't want the book to become our focus or become an idol for us, you know, like, um, and like, I like Shay, what also you said that we're not, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The, the Bible yeah. is a beautiful yeah. book. And, uh, and we, you mentioned it as um, I think you did, or Noah mentioned it as a, uh, 
like a tool or a sign to point to point to Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we don't want to, you know, like we wouldn't want to like take down all the signs out on the road yeah. that are guiding us in direction. You know, I drove to Florida and back and mostly there, the signs are so good now you can drive without even, well, nobody has maps anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but if you're, but if you put the wrong directions in your GPS, the signs will like kind of correct you. Yeah, I, I I did that. So uh, the signs correct you along the way. Follow the signs, and so so in a sense, the Bible's kind of how do we? So my guess, my question would be is like, um, what do we, what do we do so that we can still use the Bible like we think it's intended mm -hmm. uh, to point to Christ mm -hmm. uh, and not become an idol, not become not become our something we would worship or or even become our focus how would how do you go about doing that well i think first and foremost you have to kind of check yourself and be like am i seeking him first or am i seeking people's approval first or to look good in this whole christianity thing because i think you know i'm going to i'm going to kind of lump a lot of things together but going to church listening to worship music, reading your Bible, reading a devotional, those are all incredible tools in your Christian walk. But if you're not seeking him first and truly walking moment by moment with him, those all just look nice. And there have been times I've done that. I was reading a devotional and going to church and I was, I was on the worship team and I was doing all of the things to check, 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 check. But I had zero relationship with God, but I looked like it. Mm -hmm. Everybody saw all the things I was doing for God. But actually, as I look back, I was doing them for me. I wanted to be accepted. So I was up singing in the worship band. I wanted to look, you know, I, I had an interesting home life at the time. So I wanted to be praised and I wanted to be loved and I wanted to be all these things. So I was doing what other people were telling me I should do. But actually I had zero relationship with God, but on paper it looked like I did. Mm -hmm. So I think you kind of have to check yourself and be like, am I doing this to truly seek him or to seek approval of other Christians and to see what God actually wants from you? When I actually walked away from everything was when I was able to truly seek God stripped down completely I had nothing and I was able to really see him so I think you had to kind of check your heart and be like am I seeking God or am I seeking approval am I seeking to check a box mm. and to really seek him first and in those moment by moment I mean I'm reading a devotional now every morning I'm getting up and I'm doing our our daily my morning routine and it has a devotional in it and I'm reading a a Christian women's book. But the first thing I do is I seek him before I seek that book. Mm. So I think just kind of seeing where your heart's at, which is hard to do. It's hard to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to be honest with him. Sometimes yeah. it's easier to go to the Bible than go to him and be honest with him. Yeah. Yeah. Or go to church or you know, I've, I've been asked that just, just cause you brought it up the, 
you know, you've been talked like people will come up to you and go, well, what church do you go to? Mm -hmm. I don't go to church. You can just see the look of maybe disappointment and maybe judgment all at the same time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, I've so badly wanted to, and maybe next time I'll do it, but you know, I don't want to be a jerk either, but it's like, you want to say, Hey, when's the last time you talked to God? Yeah. You know, when's the last time you actually sat down quietly and actually told him what was on your mind and heart and your struggles and were you mad at him and all that stuff. And it's like, when's the last time you did that? Because we can't see each other's hearts or souls, Mm -hmm. right? You just assume on what you see on the outward appearance. So if I'm reading my Bible every day, people automatically assume I'm seeking God moment by moment. Yeah. But right now, because I mean, it's just so funny how much judgment comes with the, with the questions. Are you reading your Bible or are you going to church? I mean, it's constant. Like I'm going to judge you if you say no. Or I look better than you. Yeah. And it's like, if I say, no, we're not going to church right now, because honestly, that's not where God has us. Have we tried it? Yes. And then it's like, Ooh, this is not for us, but we are seeking God moment by moment by moment by moment Mm -hmm. and has become the center of our everything but from the outside it doesn't look like it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah well you just just so you know you if you wanted to know this guy's perspective you just checked off one of the other backsliding boxes (laughs) perfect (laughs) perfect the church yeah if you're if you I mean and his his take on it is there's even if there's a bunch of really bad churches, you can always find one good one and mm-hmm. you should be a part of that. And so, uh, so that is another, you know, that, that could be another podcast, I this guess. Book feels yeah. Like a lot of guilt. <laughs> this, this book feels like it's a lot of guilt put on to Christianity and to Christians. Cause well, it sounds like a lot of dues you have a to lot do of for dues. God to make them happy. And, and for the record, I love church. You I do. really and you love worship. I love the worship music. Like there is a church in our area that I like. Um it's hard. Okay, tangent real quick. It's hard with church because they're full of humans and you're going up to listen to a human. <laughs> and so you go on a Sunday to listen to one's human opinion with their walk, with their experience, with their interpretation of the Bible. And then we go and we're supposed to like worship that guy and it's like he's just a pastor he's just one guy and there are some great pastors that i love i'm married to one but it's still their opinion with their walk with their translation of the bible i want to seek god Mm. because i've i've i have sought out the pastor and you know found one that i really liked and then i found myself going what does he say about where i need to be with god what does he say about what i should be doing Mm. i'm still seeking man even though he's wrapped up in a really pastory bow, I'm still seeking man. Same with, I mean, I can, I fall into the trap of, of worshiping, you know, a, a certain song that might speak to me. And then, man, I got to listen to that song again and again and again and again, instead of going, man, I got to thank God for putting that on my path and going to God. It's easy to shift that focus. And so the book that you're reading sounds fine and dandy all of those things can so easily become a socially Christian acceptable thing that's still shifting your focus away from God. It's just Christian approved stamp of approval. 
Sorry for the tag. Yeah. Well, and this and this book is about uh, like being different from, <laughs> from this Christian approval. That's what's kind of mm -hmm. surprising about it is like um, the idea is to be different than the status quo. But the message is basically to uh, well, you Shay, you you said one thing. You said you you wanted to be accepted and um, praised and uh, but you but you were seeking you weren't seeking god but you were seeking the approval of others mm -hmm. and uh, one thing i thought maybe one of the others would be actually god himself uh, th that we're seeking his approval mm -hmm. uh, when we already have it yeah, oh, yeah. That's and, good. and i think that's one point that the guy that wrote this book missed is that we already have we already have what we want you know that we want mm -hmm. want that approval we want to be accepted and we are accepted in him 100% mm -hmm. and we're approved of 100% because we're in Christ and nothing can change that so that that's definitely not a, a message that's missing in this de devotional somebody gave me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i have a question for you can I ask you a question? Yeah. For me and Steve or just with, me? For you. With not being able to read until your early 20s mm -hmm. and still reading doesn't come easy for you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would say, well, then listen to the Bible on tape if you can't read. Mm -hmm. You have no excuses to not know the Bible front, back, sideways, all the ways because there's audio tapes mm -hmm. there's other ways that you can hear the bible if you can't hear the bible you should be going to church mm -hmm. and if you're not going to church you should be should 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 yeah how did you handle those conversations because i know you've been asked those your whole life mm -hmm. and how did you ever feel it's like a two-parter did you ever feel that guilt of like, I can't be close to God if I don't do these things that people are telling me? Did you ever question that about your faith? Did you ever like think, man, do I know God if I don't do those things? Yeah, I'll answer your, what was your first question? I don't uh, know. Oh, I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, how did you handle it? Yes, how, yeah, how I handled it was I probably, I don't know, when they tell me to listen to the Bible on tape or have someone read it to me or anything like that it, it's very hard for me to I'm just going to say it it's hard for me to go to something that's an outsource and yes I understand the Bible's important and all that but for me in my own walk with God it's an out kind of source mm -hmm. than just going to the source mm -hmm. so I am so used to just going to God and saying God teach me teach me you Mm -hmm. teach me love teach me forgiveness and he'll do that mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not the way you exactly want it or teach me how to not to be a people pleaser he's done that you know and it's for me I like just going to the source because that's how God has taught me I know everyone's different if you want to read the Bible read the Bible I if that's how it speaks to you then go for it but Go for it on, at least for me, go for it on, God, what can you teach me? And I, I liked what you said at the beginning, like, go to God first, 
to, if you want to go to the Bible, yeah, go to God and say, God, what can you teach me today in this? Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But I just, I'm just not going to words. I'm going to the source and I'm saying, God, what can you teach me today? What can you teach me about myself? What can you, um, whatever crazy idea I get in my head of something else I want to learn, he will do it. So I think the other part, like the feelings, I think probably younger, I probably felt that way because I already had a lot of guilt and shame that I couldn't read. Mm -hmm. So that was already kind of packed onto me. Mm -hmm. I probably felt that shame very small because as soon as I would leave the conversation, I'd go straight to the source mm -hmm. and go, God, are you going to let me read now? Because you can fix this. Mm -hmm. God, you can actually make me not dyslexic now. You can actually go home right now and I could read your whole Bible if that's what you want from me. Mm -hmm. Never happened. So I think I probably felt that a couple times at the very beginning. But then when people set it down my down the way in my life, I just said, yeah, okay. It was kind of just one ear and out the other because I know what God's doing for me. Yeah. And to me, God is so big. I mean, he to me, he's in absolutely everything. Anything I see, I can see God in it. Yeah. So that's where I am on that. Did I answer it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can I be the devil's advocate? Oh, Steve, I would love that. <laughs> you, do you see my horns poke yeah, up? Yeah, well, I can see them. They're starting to peek out. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, but Noah, sometimes you really mess the words up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely mess words up in my mind all the time. And out your mouth. Oh, yes. And, my mouth. and I always, there's always words I'll tell Shay and she, I always know it's not the right word. She won't say anything, but she gets this little smirk on her face. And then she goes, I just love that word. It's so cute. And I'm like, cute, but that's not the word then. She goes, yeah, but don't change it because I love the word. I don't even know what words are, but I was, I take like two words and mix them, which they all usually make sense. They do. They always or I Yeah. Or I just twist the words completely all the way around and. I mean, most people understand me. My favorite is inner react. Oh, yeah. That's in, my favorite one. Inner, inner react, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead of interact. Interact. Yeah, I can't think. It won't matter. I, I cannot <laughs> see it. I can see a word in my head, and it's actually spelled out. At least I think it's the way it's spelled out. I can't read it. So, But in that case, you could read the Bible and then get a whole new interpretation. That's true. Of it, yeah, that would be true. You need to speak. We could just have a whole new interpretation of the Bible. Well, I have no else. I have that Bible, you know, of course you have that Bible thing on your phone and every once in a while we'll like put up a scripture. Doesn't do it every day, which is weird, but does it every once in a while. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is like a sign. I need to, God wants me to read this, this scripture. I'll get to like the two and then I get to this one word and I'm like, nope. <laughs> That wasn't it. Not, that wasn't. <laughs> nope. That wasn't. Uh, that was. That one wasn't for me. So we're good here. No, so no. I mean, God has quoted scripture to me before, when He yeah. was calling me into ministry. He was quoting me scripture, and I was like, "You're like, will you look this up? Yeah, will you look this up? Because I'm not convinced. Is this just me making this up, or is this a real scripture? Sure enough, it was a real scripture. So He will use scripture mm -hmm. to teach me as well. So. Steve, do you have any more questions? He's just big. That's all I'm going to say. Um, no, I'm just really grateful for you guys getting your take on it. Uh, you know, I I was um, 
I, I, I don't know if you remember, but in back in August, I was in Poland and, and, and I missed out on something. I really didn't know it was there. I came back from Poland. I visited uh, Auschwitz there, the concentration camps mm -hmm. and wow. walked through there. That was an incredibly moving experience. Okay. Um, just seeing how uh, people were tortured and it was a death camp. They worked to death and they, and if they weren't, um if you weren't approved uh, you were burned you know they gassed you and then they burned your body uh after taking all your stuff and uh i came back and i went to visit a friend of mine who was dying of cancer and uh he's he had been a missionary for years and he goes oh while you were in auschwitz did you go into the protestant chapel i said oh no i gosh i missed that and he goes they oh they have a they had a Protestant chapel uh, there for the guards for the Lutheran guards and they had up at the front of the chapel and this guy was a big Bible memory guy uh, he goes they had a Bible in front of everything that they would read to the guards uh, mm. and he said that was so moving because there here were people that were devoutly following. Uh, thinking they were following the Bible, reading the Bible, having biblical messages, and then going out and um, torturing, killing, kicking, mm. shooting, stabbing uh, other people uh, mm. and other believers. Uh, and so I, I just, you know, I, it's just shocking, actually, that we we can think we're following the Lord. Mm. And then go treat other people really bad mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, or kill them or kill them with our words. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that would be my my thought on that is that just uh, reading the Bible uh, is no magic cure for mm. what uh, or 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 substitute for walking with God. Right. Yeah. And, and you guys made that really clear. Uh, and and saying you know talking about your relationship and how God speaks and leads you and with the scriptures and um, without the scriptures so yeah. I, I just appreciate that and so that's kind of my takeaway from what you guys said I, I hadn't thought about the Auschwitz thing but mm. uh, until you guys told your story and it's like I, I really appreciate what you had to share share yeah, I think that story you just shared, Steve, fits perfectly with what we're talking about. And, and I just wanted to add, too, that, you know, I understand, like, and that's the thing, God can use anything to bring us to him. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people out there who are listening, the Bible brought you to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Rainstorm brought me to Jesus. You know, well, I don't know what your guys' thing. I think a bird brought you to Jesus, right, Steve? Uh, of um an owl right yeah yeah so i mean i think and that's why that's my whole point of how big god really is mm -hmm. he will use the bible to bring you to or he'll use an owl or he'll use a rainstorm or he'll use whatever other story he's got mm -hmm. he's so big he can just do so much it's just so amazing to me yeah. you know i'm glad he's just not stuck to the one book mm -hmm. That's the only way you can come, then I would be, I'd be done for. Mm -hmm. And however, however many other people there are in the world that would be done for 
if they had to be able to read the Bible to go to him and actually truly know him. Hmm. So well, that's my two cents. My ending opinion mm -hmm. is, you know, thinking about that story that you just told Steve, um, there have been many times that I've been quoted scripture, even recently from somebody quoted a bunch of scripture to me, but it was so hateful and harmful and yeah, it was used to hurt you. it was used to hurt me or to guilt me and I think especially our younger generation is has really nothing they don't really want anything to do with the bible because it has been used so hurtful mm -hmm. and you know it goes back to um the passage I think it's in Corinthians all about love where it's like you can have the Bible, but if you don't have love, you have nothing and you can speak in tongues. But if you don't have love, you're just like a resounding gong, like all of these things of like, you have to first have that love and that love comes from God. And so if you're not seeking God first to be full of his love and what he has for you, it doesn't matter how much you read the Bible. It doesn't matter how much scripture, you know, because if we're using scripture with our own hearts and our own understanding, you're not using it for what God has for you. And so if you seek him first and he has you reading the Bible and using that to love people and to support people and, and to show people God's love and God's way, mm -hmm. amazing. But if you're just reading the Bible and checking off the box, you're not seeking him first and you're not leading with the love that God has given you. And so again, I think it comes down to checking your heart and being honest with yourself and getting honest with God and actually having that conversation with him and seeing what he has for you and then standing firm in what he has for you, because you're going to look, I mean, we get questioned all the time. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Cause it doesn't look conventional. The way that we do ministry does not look the way that the church down the street does ministry, mm -hmm. but we know that this is where God has us because we're seeking him first. And so I really think that for me, my point in this podcast is seek him first and see what he has for you and kind of shed people's expectations of you and know that if you are going with where God has you, go where God has you. Yeah. And it's cool with this book that you brought up, Steve, because it's contrast, right? Yeah. We get to talk about this. We get to see what we really believe and I get to honestly I get to trust the author yeah I get to trust God in the author's journey mm -hmm. that God's showing him yeah. so it's it's kind of a it's just I don't know when you get to see God and know so much it's 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 a lot more fun that's all yeah. I'm saying <laughs> so great well thank you guys thanks thank for sharing your hearts and your big hearts and uh brilliant minds in your walk with the lord is really appreciate that thanks for bringing the topic yeah questions. thanks for bringing up the topic yeah my pleasure all right listeners thank you so much um thank you steve thank you shay for your guys honesty always yep. and um what do we say like if you want the yep, like this podcast pop a comment down if something spoke to you um and then if you ever have any topics or questions or anything email noah at noahatabidinglife.com or Shay, S-H-A-Y at abidinglife.com. Subscribe, YouTube, all the places that you can get latest updates. Bye.
Amen, Shay. <laughs> All right, have All right. a good one. All right, thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed the message today, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any new releases. For more information about Abiding Life Ministries, visit abidinglife.com.